Okay. Hello, universe. Uh, yeah. Another preamble? I get a little preachy in this one. As a matter of fact, that's not even fair. I get a lot preachy in this one. Some of it, obviously, I'm channeling from the star cluster of Dendrobian uh, lizard people. No, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. None of that. None of that. I'm getting this preamble out to say, I don't mean to be preachy. Ever. This is not prescriptive. This is not something you should be listening to to help organize your sense of life and purpose. No, you do that by looking within, not by listening around. If I inspire you to look inside yourself in a way that's uniquely different from how you've done it before, that allows you to forgive yourself and get past some guilt and shame, okay, well, that has purpose. But even moving through that moment should give you enough power to not listen anymore because now the momentum is yours to continue the journey that you've just created. So, catalysts? Sure. Listen to the universe looking for catalysts. We all need them. And at times we all need to be told something 180 degrees of what we're listening to. Because we're wrong. And if there's anything to say about what's coming in the next 30 minutes after this, it's that there's a lot of consideration right now for everybody to think, fuck, man, was I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, you probably were. And you know what that means? That you forgive yourself and we move forward and make a better world. What else are we going to do? Or you can listen to the next sermon, because in the next 30 minutes I get about as preachy as I've ever gotten. Although I do end with angels in hell, so what are you going to do? Huh? It's up to you. I'm leaving it to you this time. I'm not even going to tell you not to listen. It's your life. Do what the fuck you want. All right. I'm out of here. Oh, universe, my universe. I'm bringing booty back. Go ahead and tell them skinny bitches that. No, I'm not. I, um, I have a biker's butt, which means I have no ass, but at least it's muscle. Uh, I mean, all of our asses are muscle. Just some of them are adorned with a skin suit of luscious, drippy fatness. But I'm not here to body shame. Well, I'm not here to tell you not to get some exercise either. All are important. Healthy body, healthy mind. And it's been a while. And I... June is the month... Should it be called the month of reckoning for me? There's some truth that happens in June that doesn't happen in any other month. When you roll Father's Day, my sister's birthday, and my birthday all into one eight-day period, you can end with um, a lot of emotional wreckage of family interaction that gets too intense over too much uh, forced celebration in too short a period of time. And this June has been the opposite of that. I would say that from June 1st to now, June 26th, oh, and we did sign on at 626 here on June 26th, and it wasn't even forced. It just happened. But um, maybe that's the overarching thematic approach to June. It wasn't forced. It just happened. Except I did force that conversation with my sister. But 
to say I forced a conversation that was three <clears throat> or possibly four or five, even six years overdue. I mean, that's hardly forcing. I'm not forcing myself to enjoy this moment of Mercado Sadia Sweet Watermelon Soda. Nope. No force necessary. Um, now, if you're worried about me, because it is now 6.30 in the morning. Wait, is it even 6.30? 6.28. Well, don't. Because I've done my wake and bake. So there's no need to worry about me. I've been up for a while. Matter of fact, I naturally woke up at 5.01 this morning. Wide awake. And I remember falling asleep next to my dog on the floor last night, and that's right where I woke up. I think my dog's imminence is imminent. But she's going to make it till my birthday. I wouldn't have given her that chance 10 months ago. This dog, I think... Has this dog saved my life? I have a feeling that the animals in my life right now have played very specific roles to help guide me to this point, including my parents' pets. I have very, I have a very intense relationship with my parents' little Havanese, <laughs> which I hate to say because uh, I hate small dogs just on principle. I just don't like the yappiness of them and the frenetic nature of their energy. I love all dogs, so I mean, love them more than humans. And I love humans. So with dogs, it's just, I don't even need to have that moment. There's just a combined share that we have. And, um, and every time I go over to my parents' house, that, uh, that little dog has to have a moment with me where she tells me about whatever's going on. And so I feel like the moment I'm going to try to have with you today, and by the way, there's more of you listening than ever, which I think is problematic because I'm more confused than ever. And, oh God, this morning I was just so emotional for no reason. When I tap into the overall vibration of, the environment, and I don't even know if it's Mother Earth, or if it's the Humanity Collective, or whatever that the, the lowest hum of existence is, when you feel that vibrational hum, and it's at the scattered, sort of unsettled level that it is now, it just sends me to, to it's an immediate impact of overall sadness and uh, I guess that's why I've turned away from it and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing here I really don't I even <laughs> oh last hmm, well it would have been Friday or Saturday today's what Monday I thought the days are just silly when you don't work there's no such thing as a calendar but when uh, when I was trying to reconcile the now available data points that are destroying the narrative of our human endeavor, and I'll explain exactly what I mean soon, 
But when I was trying to figure out how <clears throat> to love our way and forgive our way through what's coming, the events that we're going to face, and whatever the catastrophe is, it's now in, it's clear that it's there. I don't know how to say this, but in certain ways you can tell by a way a society is acting that they're reacting. They're not acting. This isn't chaos and randomness. This is planned reaction to what is known in our future. And it's a catastrophic event. And why they won't tell us, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think 2029 is the year. And... I hope I'm wrong. But the dream... The dream is too real. It can't... It can't not have some grounding in truth. So maybe we're just going to destroy ourselves. Seems possible. But whatever chaos is coming, it's at a level that is so overarching our existence that they stopped caring that we are... Uh, a collective because our future is clearly so disjointed that the collective is no longer relevant. We'll barely survive. It will be the remnants of civilization picking itself up again and doing this one more time on planet 8675309. Oop, that version of Earth will be over. So it'll be 8675310. Welcome to that version of Earth. And there have been many civilizations of extraordinary achievement on this planet. We're just the next one. And I don't know if you can call us extraordinary anymore. Whatever information is being disseminated amongst the highest elites what the real truths are, those truths have been hidden from us entirely. That narrative, even the players of the schemes aren't in on. The layers of lies and just flat-out manipulation, it's so painfully clear if you're a liar when you're being lied to. As a recovering liar... I live in a constant state of discomfort. Just a bombardment of falsity that I can feel in all of the air. And what I love about behaving... I was such a huge liar. I would lie things like, Oh, yeah, I've been law school. Mm Mm-hmm. Six weeks in, it's fucking tough. And go ahead, tell, tell your parents you're in law school. And what's impossible to sustain is all of the peripheral metadata that would generate itself if you're in law school. Like, you might need extra money for pens because of all the fucking notes you're taking. But since you never ask for extra money for anything except uh, when the rent's due, 
it's a little weird that you're not uh, showing more of a pressure for your law school needs over your uh, needs for socks. The, the point is, you will have certain signals around you that you're not even aware you're creating that help verify that your story is true to anybody who might want to think, well, wait, what is he telling us he's doing? Huh. I mean, yeah, he sends us those brochures from BC Law School every now and again, but you can just pick those up in the recruiting office. I mean, like, is he actually asking us for money? Because that would show he's in school. <laughs> oh, he hasn't asked for money for four months? Okay, well, then what's he doing? The, the, the idea that you have covered your ass entirely when you want to tell the big lie, well, that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves, that we actually can pull that off. And this is why I love the CIA and the NSA and all you other motherfuckers. Not that you're motherfuckers because you work for them. I mean, you're probably fucking a few mothers if you do work for them. But even if you are, the point is, it's the agency. The whole <laughs> tapestry of America is filled with people who succumb to the pressures of their reality to maintain it at the level that created the esteemed reality that they perceive themselves as participating inside. Because our entire cultural system is built on reputation, money management, and... Uh, what, display of opulence? And a couple of things said at the dinner table, maybe. There are standards that you have to maintain that if they get threatened, you will succumb to certain compromises because it's worse than the threat of losing whatever the circumstance is creating. So if you end up a VP inside of the security apparatus known as the NSA. Well, with that comes a whole sequence of lifestyle arrangements that you're not willing to unwind over small things. Okay, yeah, prove to me that we're the ones who uh, uh, who create all of these uh, these terrorist attacks from within. None of it's actually real. It's all being generated from within this governmental structure. Well, then that's the kind of lie that I would have to come clean with 60 Minutes and go tell them. But you show me a little data that maybe we influenced the government and then it went too far and took some things into its hands and all of a sudden we've got chaos in this country? Well, fuck, man. The world's tough. The world is what it is. Fucking man up. <sighs> Talking about fucking peace and love and understanding? Time travel back to the 60s where you're not even relevant and then you can have your fucking power party. Because... You want to believe the world's filled with chaos. And if you can't allow that to be threatened without it taking down your entire premise that people are evil, well, you're going to look for ways to help that chaos maintain itself. And even encourage it, and possibly if you can't get that to work, fucking start it. And... I get, I get it. I get why everybody is who they are. I am so understanding of why you might be 
less than your best self. But what I can't abide by anymore are the lies. It's time to come clean. The data is starting to stack up that the situation we've been told isn't what we've been told to the point it's undeniable. You can't have an 84% spike in one quarter of unexpected deaths in the groups of 25 to 44-year-olds in America without it being related to something. The liars are starting to unwind. We face a grave reckoning. There is an enormous moment of humanity versus humanity coming up. And reacting in violent, unsustainable anger toward the wrongs that have been committed will lead us backward. The cadre of evildoers in this particular situation is small enough that we're in a James Bond plot type scenario. We've got some insanely smart people with access to manipulative levers you don't even know exist. Pulling them with complete disregard for the mess that is humanity, the collective whole, homo sapiens sapiens at large. I don't know if they're fucking lizards in skin suits, aliens fucking dressed like us, or real humans who have lost their way to the core. But they're there. They don't fucking go away because they've been identified either. They don't go away until they've been exposed and the truth has been illuminated to all of us. The thing I love about not lying anymore is I never have to remember what my lies are. But if you look just at the narrative of the goddamn vaccine from 2020 to now, it's one lie after another. It is the very structure of unwinding the big lie. Oh, you're in law school. Well, what do you know about this situation that my friend's in where a real estate situation is now uh, hearkening back to common law, as they told him? What does that even mean? Oh, well, what that means is that it's not an uncommon law. Ha <laughs> That's what they're teaching us in the six weeks I've been in law school so far. I mean, what the fuck are you asking me for? What is, what is this about? So you're telling me you're in law school, but you don't even understand the term common law. So you're telling me this vaccine will prevent COVID and the transmission of the disease. Oh, but then I got the vaccine, and now three days later, I'm actually COVID. Oh, what, what is long COVID? It's all lies. It's all lies. It's all fucking lies. And, oh, wow. And, uh, I don't, is the scheme, the, the incremental shifts of all things going one direction, it's like a force pushed this inevitable outcome? Because it seems that way. Oh, sweet watermelon. Um, how could you be so nefarious as to have come up with this? It is 
outstanding in its scale. It is complete in its scope. And it is penetrating at every level. And yet, it is completely undersold to the point that people still don't even know what we're talking about. And when the, come, when the comeuppance occurs, I say, again, it's time to forgive. Because nobody that's even, even Fauci, and hold on, pause, even Fauci, his, um, his level of, of manipulation is as high as any executive in a pharmaceutical company or uh, overseer in a bank. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a mechanism of what possibilities can be chased down by the individual with a mind trying to succumb to I'm better than you. I deserve more than you. My run here on earth has more value than yours. Disregard of your fellow human is the only sin that exists. And the level of disregard pulled in this particular chicanery is the the worst we've heard. There has been no worse. World War II is such a twisted narrative of what really happened. And that was as evil as, as it got until this. But when you think of the, what, 15 million civilians in China alone who starved to death during World War II? They talked about those five in the submarine and how running out of oxygen is as bad as it gets. I don't know, starving to death? That one sounds as bad as it gets to me. And that was because war disrupted the traditional food supply lines enough that there wasn't any food. So, as a coincidence, 15 million people in China alone, and I believe it's 28 million worldwide, starved to death during World War II. And if you're looking at data from a big picture reverse lens to what is happening as data analysts are paid to do, well, when you start to see the signals of negative outcomes that are now being forced into the public sphere by things like insurance companies' quarterly reports and the actuarial accounts of the money distributed therein, and it looks like, holy shit, why are we paying out all these life insurance policies to fucking 28-year-olds? Because they're dying unexpectedly, and they signed that stupid form at work that says, oh, look, I have $50,000 in life insurance. I'll just give that to my fucking dog. 
Well, guess what? Those people are dying. To the point the insurance companies can't keep up. Uh-oh. We didn't think about that. We didn't think about how the fact that most of the people who get jabbed will be people who work, who have those stupid incidental life insurance policies. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. The signals outside the signals. The ones nobody can predict. Because you don't see them until they're not there. Hmm. Those signals. Those signals are the signals the liar comes to either say, I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to stop lying. Because there is no covering at all. You are only lying to get through the immediate situation you're in so that you can make it to the next one where you're going to have to lie even bigger. Truth tellers just say, well, what I say last time? That's what I'm saying this time. That's sweet watermelon soda. Fucking good. Even if it is six something in the morning. I'm an American, damn it. I stand by my carbonated addiction. So does every other American. Why do you think we have super big gulps? Where's the giganto big gulp? Wait till next year. All right, I'm off track. But the month of reckoning forces a certain personal accountability into my system. Have I done this year? I'm two days away from the penultimate, well, 53's gone. I'm back to even numbers. Put two jokers in the deck. We're going to play some fucking sixth grade poker. And we're going to make twos and one-eyed jacks wild. So, suck it, motherfuckers. I got eight wilds. Um, in a game with eight wilds, you know what happens to hand value? It goes to shit. If you don't have five of a kind, get out of the fucking hand. And yet, that's not poker. Five of a kind doesn't even exist. Four of a kind is unbeatable. And yet I've lost with four of a kind to a bigger four of a kind. In a house with no jackpot. Because in many casino formats, losing that hand would have won me hundreds of thousands of dollars. But in the real world, Losing with four of a kind, unexpected though it is, can happen. So even when you look at your hand like the pharmaceutical companies did, like the banks did, the insurance companies, the regulators, whoever, doesn't matter. All of them that are in on it, from their vantage point, looked at their hand and said, fuck, I've got four of a fucking kind here. I mean, this kind of situation is the kind of situation that you do go all in on. You have this kind of opportunity. Your only question is, how much can we maximize it? Yeah. You know, I mean, fuck. All in. And yet, if you go all in and you lose... You are out of resources. You have lost the game. You are now 
86th from operations. And the problem is, in a random distribution of events, those who rise and fall with the actions of the events, life is, right? But when the liars are playing the game, and the liars have manipulated the circumstance, and the liars have propped up a situation in which the game has been fabricated to such an extent that it's no longer even a game, it's just presented as one so that you'll believe that there is some sort of chaotic randomness to what's going on, and we're just maintaining the best we can as a collective to give those who are closest to the fire the least burden possible. <laughs> as the arsonist stands behind you with a gas can. Yeah, don't get burned. It's hot over there. So, they did evil shit, man. And I have done my best to try to understand it. I believe I might have even stopped saying this earlier, but last Friday, maybe Saturday, I literally looked to the heavens and asked for help. Seriously. And when I woke up this morning, totally fine, wide awake, clear as a bell, I started thinking about the scale of pain this small collective is causing. And as I reached out to see what I could feel in response, I broke down. Like, so much so I could feel it coming as I turned to look at it, and I said, please don't make me break down. Oh, I broke down. So, the crescendo of vibrational discordance is exponential. At some point, I won't be able to look away from it. And when that happens, well, the cataclysm or the consequence predating the cataclysm that we are creating is on its way. And I, I don't want this ever to occur. There are points in time when I thought, I think we've made it past that. But no. What I now know is we survive it. We don't make it past it. We survive it. So, <laughs> a life led now to give humanity the cleanest tapestry, the most transparent look at what we really are and how we can really rise above an occasion such as this that we have created? Well, maybe that's why all the galactic ships are watching. Really. Maybe that is. I can't imagine that this is very common in the scheme of self-aware, advanced thinking creatures of the galaxy. This moment of civilizational reckoning Wow. I mean, if what we as 
Ants on the Hill consider reality TV? This level of reality TV? Oh, I got it. If I were a transient fifth dimensional being, I'd be here too. But those participating in the fucking experiment, yay, I'm one, so are you, don't have a choice. We don't get to watch. We don't get to take notes to discuss at next year's university how the Earthlings did their fucking overcoming of everything. Here are my thoughts. No. We'll be the people going, Oh, fuck. I survived. And then we'll build another civilization and go through it all over again. So, that's okay. The cycles of the universe are inevitable. As an expression of that inevitability, we participate. By participating, we hum together into a vibrational situation that will either ascend our collective or set it back. I vote for ascension. I always have. And as I go out and try to figure out how to present that to the world, well, just know that the liars are unwinding. The truth right now is so threatening that the next phase of covering ass will be to double down. So be cautious, be extremely concerned when the media and the government and the uh, collective professional zeitgeist are all telling you you have to do something. Make sure that you have decided that the opposite of that doesn't make more sense. Because we're now at a point where the absurdity is going to overtake the truth. When everybody realizes that there is no foundational stretch I can give you anymore to believe that you're not lying to me, the truth will blow itself into the room. That will be an extremely difficult time. And you can prepare for that by realizing, A, that it's coming, and B, it is your opportunity to decide how you react to your fellow traveler in their worst moment as a voice of concerned reason that we get through this for the better. If you're thinking along those lines now, you'll have at least some level of stability to draw upon in the moment of the extreme chaos. So, I do what I can to influence as many people as I know that forgiving yourself and those around you, understanding that nobody came here to be evil, and that the only thing left to do when we're faced with the biggest challenge we know collectively humanity has faced is to rise above it, meet it, and conquer it. We won't do that by reacting in a I got fucked over, I now need to fuck somebody over way. So, let's all go be angelic. Oh, 
Wait, I'm recording on the Galaxy S4, not the Gal... Oh, yeah, I always... Audio engineer? I am not, but we'll still go be angelic. What the hell?